Hello, my lovelies. How are you today? This is Sheena Diane, and you're listening to Sheena Diane's audio blog. She got that daily dose of encouragement for you and me. She's always got the best stories of friendship and family. Welcome to the sweetest station in all the land. So today I want to talk about some struggles that I have been having for the past couple of years and you know what it's not getting any better and today I tried to tackle it and it did not happen. (laughs) So we're going to talk about this today some struggles of mine. First starting out I have a garage full of my mom's stuff back when she passed away two years ago. Um, And if you guys haven't heard that story, just scroll back a couple years ago and you'll hear all about it because I uh, pretty much started podcasting when that happened and um, really helped me stay sane. So anyway, going forward, I went out to my garage today and I was determined. I was like, okay, I have a few hours this morning to just kill before I have to do anything. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to start going through stuff. So I did get through one box, which I was very proud of myself, and I marked it yard sale, so all the stuff I want to yard sale. But you guys, I got so overwhelmed because it's so incredibly cluttered in there. It looks like one of those episodes from Hoarders. I'm not joking. Um, I can't even walk out there. And so I get very overwhelmed by things very easily. Um, the same thing with housework, like when my dishes are piled up because nobody has, you know, done anything and it's all on me, I usually just get overwhelmed and end up like locking myself in the bedroom. I can't deal with that. So, uh, but this is something that I really need to deal with, right? Because I mean, this is going on for two years. Johnny and I are planning on moving, right? We want to get out of Florida one day. And these are all things that I need to do. And the thing is, is that I'm the only one that can do it. And I know that because I don't want Johnny going through it or the kids going through it or someone stranger going through it because guess what? This is all my mom's stuff. So I want to be the one that goes through it. But then every time that I go out there, you guys, it's not only the emotional aspect of every time I open a box, I smell my mom, right? The other side of it is that it's just so much stuff because it's not just my mom's stuff. It's also stuff from my year, from my girls growing up two years ago, toys that's been in there, um, you know, stuff that we've just stored throughout the years that we've been in this house. So it's a lot. And um, I'm trying to figure out how to deal with this in bite-sized pieces, right? So I've been watching Netflix and um, that one lady, which I forgot the name of her show, but she is, a, um, I think she's from Japan or maybe China. And she's amazing and she helps you go through stuff and she's like, you know, if if it gives you an emotional feeling, you know, keep it. And so I I totally get that and that's what I've been doing at least with my clothes. Um, I've been able to kind of go through my clothes and do that but the garage is just a different story and I just can't tackle it. So I'm bringing this to all of my podcast listeners, you declutterers out there, help, please, I need help. I need to know how I can start this because when I go out there, and I, I'm determined. I'm determined to do it. And I sit down and I start going through stuff. When I go back out there to get another box or whatever, I just get completely bombarded. My other side is that usually when I'm rearranging or going through stuff, I just take everything out of my closet or my bedroom. And then I'll start going through it like that. With the garage, it would take me like two days just to get everything out of the garage. Like that's how packed it is. So it's one of those things. I just don't know what to do because it rains every day, you know, in Florida almost. So I'm like, what do I do? How can I do this? So guys, 
would love some advice. I would love some, you know, tidbits to help me with this. The second thing I've been struggling with for a while has been my weight. Ever since I had my kids, I've been going up and down in my weight and really struggling. I was going to the gym there for a while, which was really awesome. I had a personal trainer. But to be honest, I really didn't lose a lot of weight. Isn't that crazy? Like at the gym, I was going to the gym three days a week. I had a personal trainer. And yes, I did lose some weight, but it wasn't significant. Like it wasn't enough to make me feel, oh my gosh, I could fit into this dress. Like, no, it was like, I lost a couple inches, you know, which is good. But I was like, dang, really? Because I was going to the gym for almost a year. I think it was like six months, six, seven months that I was going to religiously. Um, I, I didn't really make a dent in it. So I know that it has to do with food, right? A lot of you guys um, tell me that. So I do have a life coach, um, and as you guys know, I'm going to school to be a life coach as well. The perk about being a life coach is that I get to get free life coaching from people in my class. So one of the people in my class is actually going to um, help with weight. So she is coaching me, and we've come up with a plan, a uh, schedule. So I'm not the one that buys food, my husband is, and because I'm not the one that's bringing in the income right now, I really can't control what he brings in, even if I want to. Um, so I have to eat what he brings in, you know, and I have to cook what he brings. So, uh, with that being said, you know, I'm working on my portion size and I'm also working on scheduling what I eat when I eat, meaning, um, having a set schedule for when I eat breakfast, when I eat lunch, when I eat dinner, when I eat my snacks and staying on that schedule. Uh, there's another, there's another one that I wanted to try that Johnny was talking about and it was called intermediate fasting. Has any of you guys ever heard of this? Any of you? intermediate fasting. Okay. Well, I haven't tried it, but apparently it's where you eat for eight hours or six hours. I, I have to look it up. Um, you, you eat whatever you want and, and it's not like junk food and stuff like, you know, regular food you eat for eight hours and not eight hours straight, but just like a normal eating habits. And then after that eight hours, you do not eat again until that next day. So you would start, you know, maybe you would eat breakfast at 6 a.m. And then you would end 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 1. So you would end at 2. Like you wouldn't eat anything after 2 if you were doing this, if you started at 6 a.m. So you would eat at 6 a.m. and then eat lunch and then have dinner um, around 2. That would be the end of where you're going to stop eating. And then you can't eat again until that next day. I haven't tried that, but I've heard some really good stories about it. So I don't know. I may try that. Uh, but anyway, I woke up this morning determined to clean out the garage. And then I was determined to exercise. So I was really proud of myself. I did a 15-minute metabolic workout. Um, and oh my God, I feel amazing. Although my muscles are very sore. Um, my legs are shaky because I haven't worked out in ages. But I really feel good. Like I feel good. I feel like my body's like, yeah, Sheena, you need to get back in shape. You need to do this. Uh, especially with waking up and realizing, you know, everything about spirituality and how we, how the planet works and, you know, our purposes here on earth. I feel like I really deserve to have the body that I want and the lifestyle that I want and me just kind of dwelling on the things that have happened. It's not helping, you know, it's really not. And honestly, I feel like I've been doing a really great job with everything that's been going on in my life. I feel like I've been you know, dealing with it really well. I do, I, I have found this two things that happened after I lost my mom. One, I got food addiction, meaning like anytime that I feel even a little bit of emotion, it could be happiness, it could be sadness, it could be worry, whatever it is, I became emotional eater. Um, so that's where I gained a lot of weight because a really emotional eater. Second thing is, oh my gosh, you guys, I became 
a serious spender and I was never that much into like spending a lot of money. Um, I was, I always love Amazon. Amazon has always been my Achilles heel, but I always did it uncontrolled, right? Like I'd spend a hundred dollars and then pay it off the next paycheck. You guys, when I lost my mom, I'm not even going to tell you how much debt I incurred because I, when I found out and I really sat down and, um, looked at my debt, I literally lost my mind. I've never been in debt so much that I wasn't able to pay it off with like income tax or something, you know, like I've always been able to say, okay, well we can pay this off in a couple months or whatever. No, you guys, I, I will not like when I talked to the lawyer, <laughs> the lawyer said, cause I, I had gotten a debt, a debt consolidation lawyer. He said that with the credit card companies, the way they bill me and just because I'm only paying interest on the minimum amount payments, it would take me 107 years to pay off all the debt that I incurred. 107 years. I was like, how is that possible? People don't live that long. And, and the, the lawyer was like, yeah, because they expect that your family's going to pay for it. Like they, they're in it for the long run, long run. They don't, they don't play that short game. They, they were, you know, they're charging you for the rest of your natural born life and some. And so I was like, holy crap. But you guys, I really went over the deep end when I lost my mom because you know, here it is the feeling of shopping. It makes you feel good, right? It does. It makes you feel good getting those packages in the mail, open them up. It's like Christmas. Like, oh my gosh, it's so exciting. And I got addicted to it because I was really longing for that feeling of just feeling of joy, you know, because I lost my mom and anything that really made me feel good. You guys, I really went over the deep end with food and with shopping and with clutter. So those are my three main topics. Like I was going to say two, but I guess I went with three today. But so there you go. Shopping, really bad. Clutter, really bad. Eating, really bad. So, <laughs> but I'm working on it. I'm working on a new me. Sheena Diane is coming out on top. I feel myself just growing and learning. And I'm definitely not the same person that I was six months ago. I am so different. You know, my angels talk to me on a daily basis. I feel very connected to the world and the earth and my source energy. And it's just amazing to know my purpose here on earth, to really own it and say, okay, I know this is why I'm here. Um, it feels so wonderful to know that and, and to not fear. You know, once you guys realize who you are as a person, like who you really are and what your purpose is, you stop fearing so much. And that's one of the biggest perks, I think, of finding out. Um, you know, that awakening in yourself um, is not fearing. And I'm not trying to say that I'm going to go and like jump out of an airplane because hell no. But I'm just saying like some of the things that scared me, for instance, okay, and this is a little thing, but I see a huge change, okay? I do not like going on rides, okay? And I'm not talking about roller coaster rides because I don't like those either, but I'm talking like any rides. Like I really have a fear of rides. I don't really like them. Um, so whenever I would take my kids to the theme parks, I would really get scared to go on the rides with them. Isn't that terrible? Like, I feel like the worst mom ever. Like, I just didn't want to go on the rides with them, even the kid rides. But after, you know, waking up and realizing that, oh my God, what do I have to fear? Like, stop. I went to Legoland with them and I went on almost every single ride and I had a blast. It was so fun. I don't know if I could do the roller coaster rides just because I don't like the feeling of like falling. I, I don't enjoy that. That's not something fun to me. But I, I mean, the whole fear of rides, like getting over that and being able to have fun with my kids, it really made a big difference because I felt so much better. You know what I mean? Like it was like, oh, I feel so good that I was able to do that. And I actually want to do it again. Like I'm like, oh, let's do it again. So I'm really proud of myself for taking that step and just, you know, moving forward, really moving forward as a person and learning and growing and, and realizing 
the mistakes that I've made, owning them, forgiving myself, forgiving the people around me that upset me and realizing that you guys, sometimes you have to be the bad person in someone else's story so that they can learn a lesson. Think about that. Like when I really sat down and looked at that and I was like, okay, you know, why, why did I act like this to this person? And I, you know, why did it make them feel this way? And then I looked at it and was like, that was a lesson for them to learn a lesson for me as well, but they needed that lesson for whatever reason. And I had to be, you know, that villain in their story. So just remember that guys. I mean, not, not telling you to go out and just be an ass to somebody, but like when you feel really bad and you feel guilty about a situation, remember that there is a purpose and a reason. We're all here for a reason. We all have our karma, you know, our, our karma contracts that we have to fulfill with whoever it is that we have to fulfill them with. Um, So when you're questioning yourself, like, why the hell did I act like that? Or why am I with this person? Or why was this, you know, situation in my, my viewpoint? Like, why, why, why? Just remember that this is all happening so that you can be right where you are right now. So anyway, guys, if you have any advice on weight loss, on decluttering and um, debt consolidation, (laughs) please give me a call here on Anchor or find me on my social media. If you want to follow my new channel, it's, um, divine love ask believe and receive that is what I talk about all about the law of attraction Um, and of course you have this one here and then if you want to find me on social media it's sheena.diane on instagram sheenadiane.com is my blog and on facebook I'm also sheenadiane so find you guys over there love you and I'll talk to you soon Oh, just an add-on, you know, life of a mom. So my son, Dominic, is four years old, and he is in preschool now. Oh, my gosh. Um, I don't even want to get into the issues with the preschool stuff. We'll do that a different day. But anyway, today, um, he actually woke up with a pretty bad cough, and so I kept him home, and um, I wanted to make a doctor's appointment so that he could, you know, see what's going on. So you guys, I went to the doctor schedule was at 1030. We didn't get seen until 1130. Literally one hour waiting in the waiting room. Mind you, because we were on the sick side, there's no toys, there was no TV, there was nothing for him to do, literally. So he was just watching, you know, uh, TV on my phone cartoons. So we get into the we get into the doctor's office, you know, and then there's another wait for us to be seen. I think we ended up getting seen by the doctor by 1130. So this is already an hour and 30 minutes since we've been there. She comes in, uh, takes his temperature, and it was at 99, okay? So he doesn't, it is a slight fever, right? Um, so he's not feeling good, and he does have this cough. And so the, the doctor comes in and checks him out and says, let's check him for strep, which he does not have. But he did kind of freak out because he doesn't really like anything in his mouth. So when the nurse came in to get that swab in his mouth, he was kind of crying, and it hurt his throat because, of course, he's got this sore throat, and kind of, you know, really upset him, and he ended up kind of, like, spitting up some, like, mucus afterwards. I know, this TMI, but, you know, if you're a mom, you get it. This stuff is just, like, normal vocabulary for us moms. <laughs> so, anyway, he got himself worked up. And so he was really upset. And so I said, come here. And I, so I, I put him on my lap and I was just rocking him and hugging him and singing him. He fell asleep, you guys. And this tells you that my son wasn't feeling good because he is a busybody. He doesn't really sit for very long. Now he does love cuddles with mommy. I, don't get me wrong, but usually 
he is running everywhere and I can't really get him to sit still long enough for me to squeeze him. So the fact that he was just sitting in my lap long enough to fall asleep was big. When the nurse came back in, she was like, oh my God, he fell asleep. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, wow, his cheeks are really flushed. And I was like, I know. And he feels warm. She took his temperature again within the five minutes of doing that test and, and him falling asleep. He had 101 fever. He shot up that quickly. How crazy is that? So needless to say, he actually has croup cough, and it's like a really deep cough that um, happens when they have mucus in their lungs. So he had a, he had a little bit of a runny nose two or three days ago, and um, I guess because it started draining um, into his lungs. Now he has the croup cough. So he's out of school until Wednesday. Um, we have him on antibiotics now. So just wanted to give you guys an update, you know, at the work at home mom life. This is uh, stuff you have to do. You got, you got things planned. You got stuff that you want to do. And then all of a sudden, one of the kids gets sick and it's like, boom, all over. <laughs> so anyway, update on that. Um, he's feeling much better. He's eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right now. And in a little bit, I'm going to go pick up my girl's and put him down for a nap. So talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Sheena, Diane, I just wanted to um, make a few call-ins to uh, really help you out and what I would probably suggest um, what to do and maybe thought process. So first, let's start with the, the eating, the weight loss, and so on. Nothing happens overnight, obviously. We have to understand our body chemistry, how we are, how we're stressed, how we think, how we sleep, everything. If we're on a weight loss journey, guess what? Unfortunately, so is everybody else. But we're gonna have to take it beyond the weight loss, but a healthy living mentality. If you're eating something or eating something clean or healthy, the rest of everyone in the house eats clean and something. It has to be a uniform family event. It has to be a uniform family effort as well. And some people might complain, some people might not feel good about this, but that's the best way you all can achieve this. Now, as far as debt consolidation or maybe even bankruptcy, that's probably the most difficult thing that I think anyone would have to decide, but you have to take charge in, in that responsibility. Um, I'm making a series called debt to app uh, or deficit to asset. And in my series, I attack the emotional part of our debts, our way of living. So the thing is, you're going to have to think in a multitude of, okay, the short answer is I could probably take a majority of all this debt to a bankruptcy court and just settle it out of there. You don't have any income, but it does affect your tax returns. You know, so what I would suggest is maybe start filing, you know, married but separate so that they can't attach to your house. You know, that's, it's, it's a wicked thing, but it's an avenue. The second part, what you may consider, you've always been a stay-at-home mom, so we've got to work on your hustle from home, right? You have great talents, so you're working on becoming a life coach, but you've also got talents on marketing, and you've been touched many times on your skills and your talents. It's just not necessarily something that you want to do. But if you really embrace and work towards your strengths of what you have and what God or the universe has given you, you might find a greater deal reward and by shifting the value system in which you put towards the marketing skills and talents that you have. So definitely work on that. That income alone 
can start work aggressively, at least on, on some debts. Some debts you're going to have to do, you know, like two at once, like, okay, I got to do the smaller ones and bit by bit paying those off higher interest, getting them out of your head. Look for the opportunity where others wouldn't. That's my best piece of advice. That comes from the book called The Greatest Salesman in the World by Og Mendino. Very, very great advice. Sometimes it seems like it's a desert and there's no opportunity, but yet people do find opportunity in one way or the other. It's very difficult, especially when you have children and dependents and a husband, because who knows where you're supposed to go. But you should have learned along the way the lessons as you're learning now and the consequences. Look in the opportunity of the consequences and how it can benefit you. Take, for instance, your... Uh, your stuff in your garage. Do you ever think that there's a gold mine in what your mom's stuff, believe it or not? Start selling things online. Use that talent. Things that you can't get rid of, you know, some things go to charity, some things go for profit and a gift to pay back what you owe. And I think that's most important because I remember when your mom died, you had gotten a lump sum money of her from her death. And I remember that your brother out of nowhere just, you know, asked and you gave out of your good heart. Well, um, you know, it's like when, when you got that money, I had suggested, hey, put it aside because the rainy days will come. You know, not that I'm trying to tell you I told you so, but you got to strategically thinking about how money's going to work for you as you hold it as an asset. Because right now, money is like something we work for, but it's not a transitional asset that we understand. So to understand money better is to understand you better and how you use it, not it use you. So that that would really be probably the, the best thing that I could tell you um, that will get you out of the mindset of being in debt. And it is a mindset, believe it or not. Just remember, and this is the, the tough part that I could tell you, um, you know, you've attempted many times but you're going to have to push through the feeling and the attachments to the feelings of what you are trying to accomplish you know like Marie Kondo says um, you know thank it and send it away you're holding on way too much and it's a burden it's going to take a toll on your parents your weight your livelihood how you're happy and so on this is why she says thank it and send it away you know, it's very, very important that you understand that. Thank what you've had, appreciate the abundance, and it's time to create new growth. You need to start farming, so to speak, in your life. Starting to cl clean out the old harvest and be able to plant for a new one. Well, that's all the suggestions that I have. You just heard from Good Vibes, Jason B. Thank you so much, Jason, for that awesome advice. I can always count on you to be one of my callers. And also, I can always count on you to be my constant. You're always there to give me advice. And I always appreciate your knowledge. So guys, if you haven't checked Jason B out, head on over to his site, which is Good Vibes Jason B. You're going to love his station. As you could hear from the messages, he is full of awesome advice. Really love him. So go check him out. Thanks again, Jason. And on that note, I want to go ahead and chime in on some of the advice that you were giving, Jason. Um, absolutely agree with everything that you were saying. Our outside matches our inside. And what that means is that 
when you are living in clutter or if you just have a chaotic house, um, that matches how you're feeling inside. And so for me, with the clutter of my mom and everything, it's really a reflection of me not being able to let go. Like you were saying, it's, it's me kind of keeping um, her here and holding on to her. Um, so yeah, and I love the show that you were talking about on Netflix. Um, and I watch that a lot. So she really helps me uh, realize that all the things I have, you know, it's just things, it's not really anything important. And I can definitely get rid of it and sell it. And definitely have a gold mine out there once I finally get the strength to go through it. Absolutely agree. Um, and as far as my health, you know, it's really funny, because all of a sudden, after I published that podcast, um, I've had this renewed energy. And I've like awakened my inner goddess, which I'll be talking about on my sister station, which is uh, divine love, ask, believe and receive. And since then, I have this just feminality, this divine feminality that has just hit me and I just feel so beautiful and I just feel so sexy and it's just really weird. I can't really explain it, but um, yeah, I've been working out and I feel better and it just really helps and I'm also making better food choices. However, um, we are kind of stuck with what we have, right? So we can't, I can't go out and buy, um, you know, really, really raw, healthy foods all the time. But once in a while when I can, I definitely try to. So those are all really great advice. Just wanted to um, kind of give you an update on where I am now since this podcast has aired. But yeah, so I'm doing a lot better. I feel a lot better. Dominic no longer has the croup cough. He's getting over it. Still got a cough, but not as bad. So he's back in school, thankfully. And yeah, the debt, um, I've actually hired a lawyer. So I've already taken those steps to get forward. I've hired a lawyer, a law firm. They are um, contacting all of my credit card companies and they're closing all of those accounts. And then I'll just be consolidating all of them and paying the law firm a monthly fee, which is way less than what I was paying to the credit card companies every month. So I got the ball rolling and it's gonna take me four years to get out of the debt that I have incurred through the loss of my mom and everything that I had to purchase when she passed because of her house and, you know, yada, yada. So yeah, uh, definitely um, have a lot going on. And so yeah, the ball's rolling. Things are moving. Really excited about that. Things are moving with my school. I'm attracting new clients. So I'm really excited to see what the universe is handing me. So thank you, universe. Thank you, God. Thank you, angels. So anyway, just giving you guys a positive update on what's going on in my life. Thanks for listening.